scaredy cat <laughs> it's probably so loud i know <laughs> this is isabel the scaredy cat apologies in advance from monica i'm emily actually not in advance in well fuck Real who time. knows what i'll be doing <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> all That's right emily. this is mini sewed number thress thress i don't think that's a word in any language <laughs> Um, and it's airplanes. Yeah. Broad topic. Broad. Something so broad. I'm quite familiar with. I'm kind yeah. of scared because I want to be able to fly after this. Oh, mine's like, I was about to say it's funny. It's not funny, but like it's an ironic choice that I made. Anyway. All right. So we're going to get the girls to do. Did you the... check yours with him? Yes. Is yours off the coast of Africa? No. Mine's off the coast of Australia. Australia. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So they're going to do the rock, paper, scissors, duel of the hands. One, two, three. Ooh, Monica won. Rock, beating, Every paper. Every time I'm like waiting for you to start. Cool. <laughs> yeah. What Monica doesn't this? know how to start because she normally doesn't. Monica doesn't know how to win. <laughs> she does. It's She's actually hard. very competitive. I'm so competitive. Yeah. We know. I'm. I am too surprisingly, but I, I didn't. That. I didn't realize it until like recently. I'm only competitive with Wolf. He and hates. He's it. annoyed. And he, he gets his so face annoyed. right now. He's like, I don't even. <laughs> Wolf reminds me of like one of those Saint Bernards that's like sleeping, and like chill, and then like Isabel is like a Tweety Bird or like a very happy hyper like Pomeranian or something that's like, hey, 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 uh-huh. hey. <laughs> bite and then uh-huh. the dog's just like doesn't well, react like he like exactly. hits you away. no doesn't even react <laughs> just like whatever <laughs> our sweet saint bernard he's a sweetie he puts up with me so he has to be sweet <laughs> don't have that food. yeah they do yeah, they do They're he's very, looking it up i'm thinking of bernie's mountain dogs oh so. totally different totally different <laughs> which are the ones that have whiskey uh, that's the saint bernard's I like Bernie's. I feel bad for them whenever I see them in Dallas. And okay. hot. We've talked about this one. <laughs> Same with Huskies. One whole year of talking. I think we're running out of things to talk about, y'all. Okay, so March 27th. Why are you talking, talking like, like that? that? I don't know. I think it's because I'm like, I slept, I want to say, four hours. Right. March 27th, 1977. Two Boeing 747 passenger jets. Any comments from a former? No, I don't know airplanes. Uh, (laughs) Let's do helicopters. Oh, I will say, I I do have an anecdote. Uh, I was interviewing for a job last year. Cool. Before the the one I have. Do you have now? Yeah. And uh, I like came in for my second interview. I really thought I was going to get this job. Um, ironically, it's like right down the street from where I work now, but, um, the area where I work, there's airport 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like yeah. the private jet airport. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. One, one of the many in this. One of the many. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say one of the many. Because um, we we fly out of one too for mm-hmm. well, my old company had one. Um, went once, right? And mm-hmm. I had an interview with the CEO. This was a small company, so whatever. It wasn't like a big deal. Uh, he actually went to SMU, so I thought it was a shoe in. And then he fucking asked me to name some airplanes. Lo and That's behold, really and every airplane thing ever left, left your bill. Yeah. And I, I like sat there and I was like, I don't, I don't, I can't. And That's then such he was like, an interesting. Not even one. And so I didn't get the job. That's such because an interesting I couldn't name question. An airplane. That's such an interesting. I mean, question. I'm sure they came up with a different reason why I didn't get the job. Mm-hmm. They never called me back, which I think is Dick the most move. asshole thing you can ever do. I hate when companies do that. Well, yeah. it's like I came in for a second interview and yeah, you didn't call and me you back. Came, yeah, at anyway. least give me the dignity of telling me. Yeah, yeah, you're not exactly. going to give me the job, so I'm not sitting there pining. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm convinced, since I don't know why I didn't get the job, that I didn't get the job because I couldn't name an airplane. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, because I couldn't. Have, like, before it was for like their secretarial position to sit at the front desk. Like, like will that be life changing? No. no. I, I also need to know your fucking airplane. I also want to point out, like, before I started working at my old company, I didn't even know anything about helicopters. I know a lot now. I can tell yeah, you all sure. about the fuselage, the gearbox, what it takes to like fly one, how it's really literally going against gravity every single time they fly. Um, but like, it's not like it's a need to know. Especially if it's a secretary. Does it job? make you special, yeah. you dick? Yeah. He thought he was God's gift. I'm sure. So I'm glad you didn't work there. Me too. Anyway. It all works out. So Boeing. Go ahead. Seven forty seven passenger jets. So two flights. KLM forty eight oh five. Anyone know where KLM is? Is that Malaysia? No, it's Holland. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's Holland? Google- I don't, yeah, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia would make a lot of sense. No, I really it. no it's, it's like the Dutch Airlines. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know. Clang. <laughs> Dutch, man. Past the Dutchie. I don't know. And then Pan Am, which is the formerly it famous be, yeah. American one. American. Yeah. Weren't they known for having like hot stewardesses? Well, they were not known hot for being like. But very professional, fancy. fancy. Yeah. They had. It's the yeah, one that had to wear, like, special, the special. special. It's the one with the blue yeah. dresses and the hat. Wasn't that devi- uh, designed by like it's Amelia Pucci or something? It's what Britney wears <gasps> in yeah. her music oh video. Yeah, <laughs> it is, and um, it's the thing that actually made air stewardess have such much more higher like expectations. expectations. So like they can't come. Like one of our friends is a airline stewardess now, and she's like. She can't wow. ha- you can't have any rips on your jeans. If you have a tattoo, you have to be able to cover it. No piercings other than your normal ear earlobes. I think especially now, like, it's calmed down a tad. Yeah. Uh, but I would say, like, it's still- you have to be, like, a neutral. Like, you have to be, like, the most neutral. It's sort of yeah. like working at a, um, I'm trying to think of an equivalent where you can't, like, because you're, like, Hooters. No. No. Because you're, like, servicing... Everyone. Everybody, like mm-hmm. literally, and you, the can, whole you don't world. know who you'd be talking with, so, so you, like you can't you just have, have to be like a blank. Slate. Yeah, and I can't even think of like a an equivalent. Yeah, no, I I get I get what you mean, but yeah, so I mean, it's not as like stringent, but they are still very much. You have to wear the same exact outfit every single day. She said it sucks because well, she likes it. It's because she gets like free benefits, but and also, sorry, but 
ever since I've had to stop wearing a uniform, I like want to kill myself because it's so hard. I hate having I to hate fucking decide having to, what I'm yeah, going Yeah, she with. literally was like, I, it's, she texted me yesterday and she was like, it's so nice going to work and knowing what I have to wear. And I was like, God, Lee, I wish I had a uniform. Like, I really do. You can create a capsule wardrobe. I know I can, but I also like. You love fashion. Being able yeah. to change up my look. And I do completely all the time. Like, I hate choosing what to wear for work, though. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Like, day to day, whatever. That yeah, hasn't changed. It's not like we wore our uniforms on the weekends. But, like, five days a week, we wore the same exact Same thing, so, yeah. And didn't have to think about I it. I mean, you could make a uniform for yourself. And people always say that they do, like, slacks and nice blouse and, like, these shoes. And, and that's then... basically what I fucking wear every day, you know? Yeah. But. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No. <laughs> this face is because I'm tired, not because yeah. I'm, like. No, but Pan Am. So, um. <laughs> They collided on the runway of Los Rodeos Airport, which is now known as the Tenerife North Airport, on the Spanish island of Tenerife, which I believe is off the coast of Africa. Uh, It resulted in 583... I almost said facilities. I'm so sorry. 583 fatalities. fatalities. This uh, was the deadliest... Wow. Wow. The this accident was the deadliest in aviation history, and it was on the ground. Yeah, yeah what? That's insane. That's insane. That crazy? How did that happen? Yeah, and that's why I thought when you said irony, I was like, oh, is no, this you'll the same see one? why mine's ironic. Did they were they both landing and collided, or just well, like? Okay. Oh, I was thinking like. Yeah, I'm like, are you? What is happening? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like, why did no one turn the <laughs> So, um, <laughs> this was also like in the 70s. Yeah. So. Before there's more regulations it, like, and FAA. And this crash changed Resulted everything. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, there has As to be. As most do. Yeah. So, the. I mean, like right now, the FAA is going through a lot with the boat. What the happened new currently? Boat, yeah. The new Boeing thing. The other Boeing's. Uh, well, that one. It kept happening. It, yeah, like it's it, it, it kept after it, the first time it should have. Well, yeah, it never should have gone. It never should have gone because of the fact that technically there they knew at Boeing there was a percentage of yep. that happening. So actually, with what happened, it's been affecting all of aerospace, even like the helicopter space, uh-huh. because now we can, we aren't allowed to certify quote unquote certify our own products. No. Oh, you have, have to have sense. someone come we out. Have to and co- but the thing, the thing. Offer. So There's the reason. Yes, and yeah. so that's why they, they the DCMA, which is the people who are in charge of the F, who work for the FAA on site, that's why they were like, oh, we're going to implement this new process where like companies, if they've done so well for so many years, like they like and show us the research and whatever the backing like behind why it's a certifiable aircraft, like will do less rigorous inputs into it or whatever, and so it's really it was based off of things that had happened in the past. It's like your historical data. But the argument even for that would be Boeing has probably a great history. Yes. And and that's the argument is that, and that's why they're getting more stingent and having more people on site. They just and have to. They have to. But the thing is they were, they're also just, it takes the government a long time. It does. Like as a, as a contractor, nothing move, everything moves so the government's slow. slow for fucking everything. Yeah. Which... Anyway, but which is why we shouldn't pay taxes to them. <laughs> All right, this Mary Lou. <laughs> uh, this has been tax corner. My 
argument or, or, uh, I don't know, like, what am I trying to say? Like, trying to thought? Yeah, I guess. But you have to, okay, because air, air safety, I don't, whatever. The percentage of people that die on airplanes, like, it's so tiny, like, yeah, like, because you have to factor in how many people fly every day and like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. You are pretty Like, yeah. you are, You're, like, guaranteed yes. to not die on it. And most aircrafts are honestly, like, I mean, most of them have been through so many iterations before they're finally, like, out into the, the To certify a helicopter, we still, like, there's still... You're working on stuff like, right now that's not going to be That's out not for even out decades. for... Yeah, so mm-hmm. the one that's, like, un, for... We've created for... That they created. I don't work there anymore. Sorry. <laughs> well, Shit. Talking mushrooms. Yeah. But that is being currently created for a contract. That won't even be in fortition until 2025. 2030 yeah. is at, like the latest. So they're working on things that like we are getting regulated throughout the whole entire thing. <laughs> and any one and any one thing that becomes a hiccup, like it goes off the deadlines for all of it which is rough because the government does work really slow like super slow and seeing it on like as a company who makes money off of government contracts it sucks and i get it and i get why and i get why bo and i get why people are so like on top of it because it's something like we are literally defying gravity whenever you step on an aircraft period um and it's scary to some people the safety is the only thing that matters yeah so that's why it's worth, in my opinion, worth it to like wait, like to make sure that. And I understand doing is safe. And I understand so shit like this. I mean, I know this was a long time ago, yeah. but it still fucking happens. Like I'm talking about the Boeing thing. Like, yeah, that just happened. Or but I understand whatever, that. But I'm so. also on. But I'm a little bit on Boeing side because it's on the government to then successfully. Ha- like have enough headcount to actually get the products out. I agree. So it's, it's a dual, it's, it's a two way street. It's so ironic because you find so many people in the government complaining about um, like job like numbers, like number of job yeah. creativity, like yeah, and y'all don't do shit. Yeah, you know, like they're like, oh, we need more jobs. Like you, we need to make more jobs, and you're like, All right, you guys can also make more jobs and also. Like, cutting, like, yeah, government spending is high, but you also have to factor in that everything that the government does is also part of somebody else's business. Because we work in a business where government contracts is what we specialize in, but then you're saying, like, we need to create more jobs for all these people, but you won't create jobs for people, for the people we need to put into these places. Yeah. The company that you worked for, for instance... Could not hire more people. No, we because, because you aren't creating enough output. Yeah, because because the, the government, government was yeah yeah. So it's like it's a it's a catch. <laughs> Just googling Iran Contra while you're It's a catch. <laughs> listening to us talk. About it's a catch twenty twenty because it's like <laughs> you want more. I mean, you want more jobs. Obviously, you want you want to help the economy, but like at the same time, you want government spending to be low. It can't. You can't have both. So it's a balance of like where well, you can. The, it's just like where are you putting all of your money? That's are you yeah. putting it into the military industrial complex that you don't need. Yeah, do do, do not get me started on that. 
No, but that's a true statement. Like, where is the money going that is so much government spending? It's not spending? going to it's education? Not going... Yeah. yeah. Betsy fucking DeVos, who has, like, 18 yachts or whatever the fuck, yeah. and never went to a public school in her life. Yeah. Or, like, or was sorry, doesn't teacher? even support public schools. Like, let's talk about that for a second. Anyways, but yeah, she so... She thinks public schools are bullshit. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What, sorry, but where does that even come from? You want everyone to pay for the, their public education, education that they have the right to? to? Yeah. Huh? It comes from a place of stupid privilege. Well, right. It's stupid. just stupid. I mean, like... And also just whatever. Our um, president. But, okay, sorry. I just run off my soapbox about FAA and DCMA <laughs> and... Yeah. Airplanes. Uh, so, there was terrorist... And a terrorist incident that happened at a nearby airport in Grand, like the Grand Canaria, which is like in the, it's the bigger of the Canary Islands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, at that airport. So most of those flights had to be di- uh, diverted to this airport. Oh. Uh... And, um, which included the two planes that were involved in this accident. Mm-hmm. The airport became quickly congested with park airplanes blocking the taxiway and forcing departing aircraft to taxi on the runway. Mm. Uh, there were really thick patches of fog drifting across the airfield, so the aircraft and the control tower couldn't see each other. Oh. That's a um, the, so the collision, what happened was the KLM plane, they keep on calling it airliner. It yeah, is. And I just don't so like that word. But it is an eyeliner. But you, it is. eyeliner. You can also say flight. The Dutch you eyeliner. You can also say flight. Yeah. So the KLM airliner initiated takeoff while the Pam Am airliner was, was, was covered lame. in fog, still on the runway and about to take off, turn uh, uh, off the runway into the taxiway. So they like. Yes. Yes. Impact it. You get it. Yeah. The impact. And then there was a fire, killed everyone on board, <gasps> and almost every single one, everyone on board on the Dutch flight, and almost every single one on the Pan Am flight. Oh my god. You know what? I think this was the, not, y'all aren't Mad Men fans like nope. I am. No. Right? Who is a Mad Men? My I mom. moved everything. <laughs> you could talk to my mom about it. <laughs> Bring her back. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think this is the Pan, have y'all ever seen it? Yes. I mean, I've seen episodes. Do I know so, what you're talking about? Probably not. The, like, snot Pete Campbell that eventually, like, in real life marries Alexis Bledel. Oh. You yes. have to show me his face. I don't... Yes, know I know who I don't know about. who the character is. Um, so, his dad dies on a Pan Am flight. No, maybe it's an American... No, it's a Pan Am flight. It's Pan Am. And, I um, I think it might be this one. So, only 61 people survived and they were at the front. The subsequent investigation by Spanish authorities concluded that the primary cause of the accident was the Dutch captain's decision to take, sorry, the KLM captain's decision to take off in the mistaken belief that a takeoff clearance, that he had takeoff clearance from air traffic control. Dutch investigators placed a greater emphasis on the mutual misunderstanding of the radio communications between the KLM crew and the air traffic control, but ultimately ultimately admitted that KLM admitted that their crew was responsible for the accident and the airline agreed to financially compensate the relatives of all of the victims. Uh, The disaster had a lasting influence on industry, highlighting in particular the vital importance of standardized phrases. Like phrases? Yeah. In radio communication, um, they reviewed the cockpit procedures. Yeah. Which cockpit is such a funny word to me. And... um, (laughs) 
Uh, why am I surprised? <laughs> cockpit. And, but not even like penis, just like cockpit. I oh. <laughs> I was thinking 100% penis. Same. I mean, yes, but also it's just like a funny word. I don't know. Maybe it's like the lack of sleep. Um, Probably. <laughs> they redid... Uh, no, sorry. They established crew resource management mm-hmm. as a part of airline pilot training. Okay. Okay. So a tiny little detail. Other major factors contributing to the accident that weren't just the fog that limited visibility, that the planes couldn't see each other and couldn't see air traffic control, yeah. and the air traffic control couldn't see both of the planes. And then also there was interference in simultaneous radio transmissions, so they couldn't hear the message. And then um, also ambiguous non-standard phrases were at takeoff and the words okay. Uh, can't say okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay means a lot. <laughs> then a lot. Cam- well, like if you think about what it means now, it means you're okay to do whatever whatever you're talking. But about. But it could here. mean like I understand. No, I right? think no. It's I'm okay saying as then. Like, that's what it it could have meant. Anyway, yeah. I'm yeah. saying now, like you can see what it's formed into now. Okay, like giving the okay means go. Yeah, but so. I think I'll, no, but because that's not my train of thought. When you said okay, I was like I understand. This right, because okay. that's how I use okay. Yeah, well, that's how I'm just I'm or saying, like, like in this. Yeah, no, no, no but, the, but I'm saying like that's why it's not standardized it phrase be, because it was like you have the okay. Yeah, like yeah. you can go okay or okay. Like I understand. Thank it's you. Like context. Yeah, what does con- okay stand for? Or is it because it's O, kappa, omega kappa? I don't know. Whatever. Let's not go down that. No. So um, <laughs> the Pam Am aircraft was still on the runway at the third intersection. The aircraft was forced to accommodate a larger number... Wait, sorry. The airport was forced to accommodate more airplanes than they were used to due to the terrorist incident. Oh. Um, which disrupted the normal use that's of the taxis. They, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And um, they eventually like tried to blame the terrorist group, too, uh. which like I thought was kind of funny. Um, you can't belatedly, like, for a totally different incident, blame them. Like, that's not how it works. So. And it was, like, Spain Spain is funny because they have a lot of different independence movements, like, yeah. within the country. So, like, the Canary Island independence movement. <laughs> so niche. I love it. Except the fact that they bombed the Grand Canary Airport. Um, yeah. They. <laughs> not cool. Like. Despite the fact that they bombed that other airport that started the chain of events to cause, like, 583 people to die in a fiery death, they denied the responsibility for it, but it's, like... Well, yeah. But, I mean, I could... It's the butterfly effect. I could kick somebody else's door, and then they trip over it a week later, but did I... It's the butterfly effect. It's the one action makes a bigger... More impact. I think the plane just should have... Excuse me. I think the plane just shouldn't have taken off. No. Yep, that's, that's at the end of the day. I mean, but if they, they thought they had an okay. So okay means all correct. It was an acronym in... Is it a Dutch one? New England in the 18, 1830s. And it means all correct. All correct. So the, and we'll so just fucking that's real, not O and K from A and C. Like, incredible. 
It doesn't. There's yeah, yeah. There's not a one true etymology, but that's the one I found. But that's funny. All correct. It's O L L K O R R C T. So all fucking people. Cor- I swear. Cor- whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> what year was SMU ranked 146 out of 140 17s? Oh, I, I, th- I was like. I thought you were going to say when were they ranked first. I was like, oh, the Never. 80s? I okay. I'm just having fun on Wikipedia today. So my airplane story is the disappearance of Frederick Valentich. Cool. All right. I that you did disappearance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, mine, it's interesting because I want to, like, hear what you guys think happened. So, um... Frederick Berlintich was an Australian pilot who was piloting a training flight in a Cessna 182 light aircraft. Wait. Cessna? Really? You gonna do a Cessna? He was flying that over the the Bass Strait, which um, I'm gonna talk about in a second, uh, on the evening of Saturday, October 21st, 1978. The Bass Strait is the area between Tasmania and Australia's mainland. Okay. So if you, like, need more of a visual, it's, like, directly below Melbourne. Okay. Melbourne. 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 Not sounds how you spell it. Um, <laughs> the shrimp on the bottom. Melbourne. None of it sounds like. Melbourne. Uh, Monaco. I'm trying. They say Tasmania weird, too. Like, I, I'm saying it like. I'm Tasmania. <laughs> I like they say it and they talk about yeah, it on Gates Hall. <laughs> the following pronunciation is brought to you by pronouncenames.com. Tasmania. How is that different? <laughs> Tasmania. 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 They all say it in diff- differently in Tasmania. all throughout Tasmania. Australia, too, so there's no one way to say it. Okay. Visiting Australia later, they noticed that some of them occupy the Shut whole up, just tell me how to say the word. Including that little island floating around at the bottom. That island is called Tasmania. So what I'll do is I'll just go around in a circle and show you. I, what did I just fucking city. say? Tasmania. All No, I'm saying everybody in Australia, like depending on where you're from, says it differently. Tasmania. Like, tis-mania. it's like tis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <that was freaking. laughs> okay. So is like the island below Australia, but it's still Australia. It's just mm-hmm. Tasmania. Okay. Uh, so Frederick Valentich had about 150 total hours flying time and held class four instrument rating, which authorized him to fly at night, but only in... Visual meteorological conditions. So, like, well, you can no see. clouds. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, he's going to be flying at night. That's why this is and important And sh- he wasn't supposed to be. No, he has clearance oh, to fly slide. at night. But oh. only. But only when it's no clouds. Yeah. Okay. So, he had twice applied to enlist in the Royal Australian Air Force, but was rejected because of inadequate educational qualifications. Uh, he was a member of the RAAF Air Training Corps, and he was determined to have a career in aviation. So Valentich was studying part-time to become a commercial pilot, but had a poor achievement record. 
having failed twice all five commercial license examination subjects. Wow. And as recently as the previous month had failed three more commercial license subjects. Okay, so... Not great. (laughs) (laughs) Not great. So he had been involved in flying incidents, for example, straying into a controlled zone in Sydney for which he received a warning, and twice deliberately flying into a cloud for which prosecution was being considered. I don't know how you can prosecute somebody for flying into a cloud. (laughs) Uh, But, (laughs) like, what? I just, like, envisioning the courtroom case, like... Like on the afternoon of September twenty fifth, what were you doing? I flew into a cloud. Guilty. We got him. Book him. And he like deliberately did it, so he like knew that he did it. Yeah. So, and also, um, how do you prove it though? Because like, there's no video at the time. Probably video. <laughs> they go when they see the cloud. In the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's like melted, so it's a cup of water. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so according. Glad we find ourselves fine. <laughs> According to to his father, Guido, make your jokes about that name. (laughs) Go ahead. Jersey Shore. Is that what that's from? Yeah. Okay. So Frederick... Jim Tan Laundry. So Um, Guido, his father, said that Frederick was an ardent believer in UFOs and had been warned or worried about being attacked by... Shit, who is it, man? <laughs> so that was where the irony comes in. We, the last thing we did was Is it he like the... Oh, got it. Yeah. Wow, cool. We've set up like a whole... Do we have um? What's the... It's not an allegory. Is it symmetry? No. What are you saying? To what? Like we're tying a theme through the episodes. Oh, I'm not trying to do that. Again, either. weren't you the English major? It would just be a connection. Uh, Isn't there like a special word for (laughs) So, Valentich radioed Melbourne. (laughs) 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 Melbourne. (laughs) Air traffic control. So, Melbourne? Yeah. No, I sound stupid and every Australian person ever is offended. To our Australian fans, come on the show, teach us. I still wouldn't be able to do it. We'll take Skype applications. (laughs) Seriously. Okay, envision you're carefree. You're on the beach, right? In Melbourne? In Melbourne. Okay, I'm going to keep going. That was amazing. Did did that work? Because I didn't know where I was going. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He radioed that place's air traffic control at 7.06 p.m., to report that an unidentified aircraft was following him at 4,500 feet. He was told there was no known traffic at that level. I'm looking at this. Interesting. Sorry, I'm putting Sapphire down. Frederick said that he could see a large unknown aircraft, which appeared to be illuminated by four bright landing lights. He was unable to confirm its type but said it had passed about 1,000 feet overhead and was moving at high speed. Frederick then reported that the aircraft was approaching him from the east and said the other pilot might be purposefully toying with him. Frederick said the aircraft was, quote, orbiting above him and it had a shiny metal surface and a green light on it. 
Frederick reported that he was experiencing engine problems. When asked to identify the aircraft, he radioed, it isn't an aircraft. His transmission was then interrupted by unidentified noise described as being metallic scraping sounds before all contact was lost. Huh. A sea and air search was undertaken that included ocean-going ship traffic plus eight civilian aircraft. The search encompassed over 1,000 square miles. Search efforts ceased on the 25th of October, 1978, without result. Okay. So, the Department of Transport, that's what it's called in Australia. Dot. Yeah, but ours is the Department of Transportation. Yeah. But it's called Transport. Transport. (laughs) I was like, is that not what the dot stands for? Department of, no. (laughs) Oh, I've only ever once in my life pulled off a really good Australian accent. So remember that one time I was Scottish? It was great. Yeah. I peaked then. Yeah. So the dot. It was crazy. The dot investigation into Frederick's disappearance was unable to determine the cause, but that it was presumed fatal. Five years after Frederick's aircraft went missing, an engine cowl flap was found washed ashore on Flinders Island. All you need to know about Flinders Island is that it's located in the Bass Strait, which is where he was flying over. Okay. In July 1983, the Bureau of Air Safety Investigation asked the Royal Australian Navy Research Lab about the likelihood that the cowl flap might have traveled to its ultimate position from the region where the aircraft disappeared. The Bureau noted that, quote, the part has been identified as having come from a Cessna 182 aircraft between a certain range of serial numbers, end quote, that included Frederick's aircraft. Mm. It has been pro- it has been it has been <laughs> proposed that Frederick staged his own disappearance. Even, oh, even yeah, even taking into account a trip of between thirty and forty five minutes to Cape Ottawa, which is on the mainland of Australia, the single engine Cessna one eighty two still had enough fuel to fly eight hundred kilometers. Despite ideal conditions, at no time was the aircraft plotted on radar, casting doubts as to whether it was even near Cape Oddway. And Melbourne Police, sorry, I'm just giving up. Uh, the city <laughs> received reports of a light aircraft making a mysterious landing not far from Cape Oddway at the same time as Frederick's disappearance. Oh. Another proposed explanation is that Frederick became disoriented and was flying upside down. <laughs> I think you would know if you were flying upside down personally. <laughs> I just think that would be hard to do. Well, not hard to fly upside down. No, hard to get confused yes. about how you're flying upside down. The direction you're in. <laughs> so, if this were the case, the lights he thought he saw would be his own aircraft's lights. Oh my god! Reflecting, reflecting in the water. water. He would have then crashed into the water. Clearly. Yet another proposed possibility is suicide. However, interviews with doctors and colleagues, uh, they said, like, no. <laughs> they but said, like, like, no. Like, now? Again, I don't want to be irreverent, I think is the word I'm thinking of. To, I want to be respectful to people that suffer from suicide. Wow. Depression. <laughs> Suicidal thoughts and depression. depression. Yeah. And respectful of the people that have passed from suicide. But, like, really if, intense way to commit suicide. Uh, not just that, but, like, why would you think 
like call up people and tell them that a UFO is behind you before you commit suicide? That just, it doesn't align with the story. And it, uh, sure, maybe it could have happened in like, I don't, I don't know, but, um, yeah, I agree. A 2013 review of the radio transcripts and other data by astronomer and retired U.S. Air Force pilot James Magaha. Literally, it's M-C-G-A-H-A. Magaha. How do you say it? <laughs> Magaha. 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 <laughs> Title of Which, the episode. I love it. Great name. <laughs> Congrats. Um, and author Joe Nickel proposes that the inexperienced Frederick was deceived by the illusion of a titled hori- tilted, sorry, tilted horizon for which he attempted to compensate and inadvertently put his aircraft into a downward so-called graveyard spiral, which he initially mistook for simple orbiting of the aircraft. Again, that's his own plane doing these things. Yeah, I but if he's, feel like you know. But if he's unexperienced and has failed almost every test... Why is he flying? Is my yeah. Why did they give him the license? Like, let's let's question that for a second. Um, so I'm not like I'm I not, want to believe that people that are flying like literal like death machines in the air know what they're doing. Have a yeah. like a more stringent process for them to be able to. No, but they don't. They don't. It's so easy. There's to get like, your like pilots we could private. get our pilot's yeah. license. I could get my pilot's do license. Do I think I should be flying a plane? No, I do want to learn. Maybe I do want to get my. I want to. It's so expensive. Yeah. It's so expensive. It's like several. That's it's why almost tens yeah. of rich thousands. people have planes. My dad almost did, and then I was born. Aw. And I ruined his dream. Or yeah. Jesus, <laughs> you introduced that him to like a new dream. <laughs> oh, so sweet. It's and a then no. that made me think of Tangled. Yeah, I did. You're my new new dream. Oh. Which is yeah. like, sorry, but is that not the most romantic? Yes, that's why Tangled was my fave. Okay. Is my fave. I saw that movie in theater like three times. Sorry, he was a criminal and then he was like, no, you're who I'm supposed, like, you're my purpose. It's so sweet. It's a beautiful Disney movie. <sighs> okay, guys. <laughs> According to the authors, the G-forces of a tightening spiral would decrease fuel flow resulting in the, quote, rough idling reported by Frederick. I'm going to show it. Magaha. Magaha. And Nickel also proposed that the apparently stationary overhead lights that Frederick reported were probably the planets Venus, Mars, and Mercury, along with a bright star, Antares, which would have behaved in a way consistent with Frederick's description. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, but like, how how is the planet? Planets like if you're versus thinking, UFO. Right. Well, no. Or just like another aircraft. Because at first he's like, it's a, another plane. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So continuing. And finally, the last theory. Ufologists <laughs> have speculated that extraterrestrials either destroyed Frederick's aircraft or abducted him. Asserting that some individuals reported seeing an erratically moving green light in the sky, and that he was in a steep dive at the time. Ufologists believe these accounts are significant because of the green light mentioned in Frederick's radio transmissions. Which, I don't personally think a green light... Yeah, why does it have to be green? I don't, I don't know, maybe it means something. Just but saying. The ufologist group Ground Saucer Watch... 
I think they sh- they missed an opportunity to call it Saucer Watcher. Oh. But, okay. Based in Phoenix, Arizona, claims that photos taken that day by plumber Roy Manifold show a fast-moving object exiting the water near Cape Otway Lighthouse. According to the UFO writer Jerome Clark, ground saucer watcher argued that they showed a bona fide unknown flying object of moderate dimensions, apparently surrounded by cloud-like vapor slash exhaust residue. Although the pictures were not clear enough to identify the object. And uh, that's Frederick. Handsome. He is handsome. And this is a picture of the plane that looks like what he was flying. It's a Cessna, but obviously we don't have a picture of his plane. Yeah, because okay. the aliens took it. What's your theory? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, the I aliens mean, didn't take it because there's a part of it that washed up on a shore. The aliens left a piece for it, it to tell the story. It could have been his plane. Which could, yes, could have been. They can't determine whether it was really his plane. My, whether I think it was aliens or whatever, I think a lot of people are like, okay, but he was obsessed with aliens. But he didn't say that it was aliens. He just said, I don't think it's an aircraft. Mm. And then all connection was lost. Which, like, that is what a UFO is. It's just an unidentified flying object. It doesn't necessarily, like, equate to aliens all the time. Yeah, it could just be people. Um, But, I don't know. I I definitely think, like, he was not qualified enough to be flying. I just don't think he was qualified enough to be flying. So, honestly. He could easily crash. Yeah. And, like. You could point at crashes today. Like, the Malaysian Airlines flight is a good example, like, of something that we've never seen proof yeah. of the crash in water. Yeah. Like, no Nobody, proof, yeah. Which is insane, because it was a huge flight. But, like, the thing is also, the crashing in the ocean is one of the worst places to crash yeah. into, because, like, debris can go all the way down several thousands. Flight. Yeah whatever of feet we don't know how how big the ocean is like uh the titanic yeah <laughs> but, but like nothing but yeah you know? so i mean honestly what i think is he's just an inexperienced flyer and it was dark at night and he probably like he did probably spin out of control yeah, yeah it's his plane but like if he did spin out of control in the flexion of the moon or whatever like it could have been anything. It could have been anything. People see weird stuff flying all the time. Also, if he was tired. Like they get, like, yeah. um, fucking, there's a, there's a term for it. JF. Yeah. <laughs> JFK Jr. Oh. got that, oh. apparently. Oh, um, that that the airplane delusion. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. Um, uh, I should know this. Things. I know you should. Yeah. You did it. I can you look it up. I know. You're like, it's you did it on our episode of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of the Kennedy family. If you just look up JFK Jr., okay. it should. But so, anyway. That's my, I mean, that's uh, my theory, too, is he's inexperienced, and he was inexperienced. And in PowerPoint presentation. He just. Yeah. I have a closer. Go okay. ahead. Who is your favorite Disney prince slash romantic interest? Oh, God. Since we really kind of were discussing Tangled. I do love Flynn. I do love he's Flynn, great. too. He's a great one. I also like Aladdin. I like Aladdin. Um, who else is there? I I honestly actually did like John Smith. You know what's so sad about JFK Jr., which I like didn't realize during the Kennedy Curse episode that we did 
Almost a year ago? No. That's not right. That's January. I was dyslexic for a second. (laughs) Um, They got married. Carolyn Bissett. Yes. And um, JFK. JFK Jr. got married that year. Yes. And died. Yeah. Okay. That's why they were never like they were like at peak happiness. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. Um, mine is. I don't know his name. He's the guy in Ariel. Prince Eric. Eric. Yeah, Prince Eric. Because he's like exactly my type. He's hot. (laughs) Yeah, he's so hot. And um, oh, I I like Simba. The oh yeah, of course. No, he was my like first sexual. Oh, Hercules. Hercules. Ooh, he was a good one. Beefy. Yeah. Uh, you do like beefy and then like very thin British Hercules was cheek. No, that's you. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just trying to think of what bucket I put Harry Styles in. Baby cute. All right. Baby cute. You do like so, baby. Baby cute or beefy that cute? Is baby cute on a beefy body. That was the episode. Baby beef. <laughs> baby beef. If Veal, you want it. If you will. <laughs> Oh yeah, favorite? who's your favorite Disney prince? You like Simba and princess dudes. He loves Simba. I oh my god, wait. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Wait, is it like who's the who? It's Lion King two. That bad. Hold on. Kofu. Sexy. Had the biggest crush on him as a kid. I know it's weird, but sexy. Oh yeah, especially when I do like the human version. Uh. Yeah. Oh, um, I know technically. Look. No, it is. Are you kidding? Um, what's the name of the guy in Mulan? Shang. Shang. Oh, Tarzan. Tarzan. Jane's cute too. No, Jane because whatever that Tarzan. dude that the live action ruined Tarzan for me. Alexander Skarsgård. Oh no! What? What? They did redo He's so it. Fine. No, hey, are you talking okay, about? Hey, who's your princess? Uh, princess Isabel. We're doing men. <laughs> Fucking men. Oh. I mean, you didn't ask us what our princesses Who's are. Who's your princesses, bitches? Well, my Carol. favorite princess is Aurora. Mm. I know she's asleep half the movie. Like, stick it up your dick. Like, I don't Charlie care. Fucking Charlie Hunnam. Sorry. <laughs> We're not even talking about this. But, yeah, anyway, what? Oh, oh, my gosh. The prince and the frog. Him. He, he is gorgeous. He's also a frog half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> No, well, that's what Disney happens. Like, yes, yeah. he's, he's send cute. me someone Tardark. Tardark? Tardark. David smelled like Cupid Lilo Lilo and Stitch. No. Stop. Uh, Gaston. Gaston. Yeah. I can see it now. Similar dietary. Oh, 100%. And also, ten, like, ten like, eggs hair, a day. Hair is, on your chest. Yeah. Well, I remember that. <laughs> no one's a, uh, so I just, I eat He eats ten day. eggs a day. Honest to goodness. Do you Are you just trying to get in? yoked? Oh, ha. Huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. With, with that. that, this was uh, Two Girls, One Skate Cat. Follow us on all our socials, which is one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's <No>. two <laughs> G, one SC, and then the emails, Two Girls, One Skate Cat, all spelled out at Gmail. Thanks. Bye. Bye.